New Contraband from Mexico, film at 11. No, no, no. We're going to go live with that sometime in the next two hours. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to be on. And guess what? Second hour, the long-lost pal, our buddy, Ty Bollinger, scheduled to be back uh, to go outside the box with us as well. Also, I've got updates uh, on my friend, Dr. Kurt Moore, who has uh, been arraigned or indicted over the, 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 the allegations that he gave saline instead of COVID jabs to kids based on parents' requests. A hero, a real hero. We're going to talk about how you can support his efforts to defend himself against uh, uh, the evil empire in this hand, in this sense. Uh, we've got that and a whole lot more, uh, including uh, uh, FDA. What are they wanting the, you to get shot up with every year now? That's coming up too. Tell your friends the Robert Scott Bell Show is on. RobertScottBell.com slash listen for the live chat room. See you there in just a moment. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, Fast-breaking news uh, on a daily basis here, uh, staying up with it, especially when uh, I'm not traveling at the moment, thank thank goodness. Um, the controversy started a couple of days ago when we heard about uh, a physician in uh, Utah and his team apparently being uh, arraigned, indicted, or accused of crimes. Uh, one of them included uh, disposing of government property wastefully. Like, dude, that, there's nothing that the government owns that isn't wasteful. And, and anything the government owns, you technically own it if you are a, uh, a quote-unquote taxpayer because they've stolen from you in order to get it. But what are they talking about here? The things that you and I would never in a million years inject into people, the COVID jabs. And uh, parents had uh, apparently, allegedly, asked him for help with their kids to get the jabs and, and not get the jabs. And I won't go into the details of it, but suffice it to say, I just received a, a word somebody is a, uh, raising some funds to stand for more, M-O-O-R-E, uh, Dr. Kurt Moore. And uh, you want to check this out if you believe that he is a hero, not a criminal, and his team for doing allegedly what he's they're claiming he did. Uh, you may want to go there. There's a Give, Send, Go campaign. Hopefully that doesn't get canceled, but uh, check it out. Uh, Superdon added it to the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Apparently, Defending Utah is also sponsoring a, uh, a rally on the Capitol steps at Salt Lake City. Tomorrow, while I'll be on the air, I don't know if I'll be able to cover it remotely or not, uh, but a rally to let the uh, the government here in or wherever you are, but in Utah know that we do not take kindly to the federal government proclaiming uh, one of our own is a criminal for doing something that I think is heroic in regards to, yeah, maybe, um, how would we call it, civil disobedience to some degree? And, I, and I'm going to go back to this until everybody gets it, understands what I'm saying here. At a time in, in the worst of the 20th century, when Nazi Germany was present and prevalent, and they began to round up Jews, gypsies, gays, coming after the people, the uh, infirm, the handicapped. If you were someone in, in Germany as a German citizen that said, you know what, I can't stomach this, I can't participate in it, I'm going to hide these people from the government or I'm going to help them escape. Germany so that they can live. What would your perspective be on them? 
what is your perspective on you? Obviously, they're heroes for doing that. But at the time, they were lawbreakers. They were considered violators of the German code or the law, whatever. They might have been called domestic terrorists for all you know. And we look at what we know in real time about COVID jabs doing no good and only harm, not stopping transmission, not reducing intensity, duration, not stopping hospitalization, nor death. In fact, ushering in more adverse events than all other vaccines combined prior to the COVID jabs. Sudden death, died suddenly, never before part of the vernacular to the, to the, the extent that we see it now, related, at least temporally, maybe more so, to these COVID jabs at all ages, young people, healthy people, athletes. And the law under the emergency uh, declarations is you must comply. The doctors have to give the shots. And yet that would result in harm or even death. So what is a doctor to do? What is a doctor to do? Maybe they're asked to help save some, some people. Like ushering, securing handicapped people. Jewish people, gypsies, gays, whatever it was that they were targeted and protect them from the government in this case. I ask you, I haven't got a lot of feedback in opposition to what I'm saying. Usually people go, oh, that's an extreme example. You can't bring Nazi Germany into this. But I'm telling you, there are laws on the books that you have a, a civil and uh, moral and ethical obligation to disobey. Disobedience to unjust laws is obedience to God. This is a very, very important statement in real time that I am making, not to wait till 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years when we look back at doctors that may have done these things and then go back and go, oh, well, they were actually heroes, but they were made, what, scapegoats or martyrs because they did the right thing. You can in real time push back against the unlawfulness, the unconstitutionality, of mandates, of emergency use authorization jabs, and doctors that actually did their job to first do no harm and protect their patient population should be at least, at the very least left alone and arguably in the midst of most doctors just going along like they did during Nazi Germany. Those that didn't, I would argue, could be and should be lauded as heroic in their efforts to stand against tyranny. So check it out in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. We'll have other links and updates as this progresses. I appreciate all y'all uh, taking the time to, to review this and maybe even support uh, the efforts in the defense of good people like that. Now, on to the Fear and Death Administration. Something that if I were president, I would work to disband. I'm not running for president. <laughs> I'm not even running for the United States Senate. Let's leave that for Jonathan E. Moore in, in Virginia. We'll be talking more about that tomorrow. Major announcement about to be made. We might even sneak preview it on tomorrow's Sacred Fire of Liberty broadcast. Today, as we are going live to the world, January 25th, 2023, what is the FDA doing now? It's going to propose that the COVID jab that they now know, it's complicated when it comes to the safety track record and or efficacy record of it, it's complicated. We're going to go ahead and propose that it should be an annual shot like the flu shot for all Americans. Do you need more reason? Do you need another reason to show, to explain to you why I say the FDA is an illegitimate organization. It should be disbanded and more people would live. 
feels that, well, without the FDA, everybody would die. Really? The FDA approves of that, which is the third, second, or first leading cause of death. Tell me how more people are going to die if people didn't have an FDA to rely upon to poison them for profit because they're a captured agency. I'm not kidding. The FDA on Monday proposed approaching COVID-19 jabs like the annual flu shot, despite the fact that they don't work and they're deadly. They want to simplify future vaccination efforts. Under this strategy, they say most adults and children would get once a year shots to protect against the mutating virus that they can't protect you from no matter how much they come back with propaganda to promote these shots. They would no longer have to keep track of how many shots they've received or how many months been their life. It would just be an annual thing. Just unconsciously, subconsciously, just go and get in line, get your shot, be a drone, drop your drawers, roll up your sleeve. Despite the fact that scientists now know, as we've argued, that natural immunity is superior and most people have it. Although if they get these jabs, they're going to destroy their immunity. That's another thing. On top of the immunity that you don't get from the shots, it's actually destroying what immunity you have. Each subsequent shot made, made sure that your immune system is weaker, not stronger, and less able to adapt to ongoing exposures and or circumstances. Flu shots, COVID shots, COVID shots, flu shots. If the FDA says you should get one, you should run the other way. Or disband the FDA and more people will live. More than 80% of the U.S. population, according to this article, is, has received at least one of the jabs, but only 16% of those eligible have received the latest booths, boosters authorized in August. Feel bad for those 16%. And as we talked about the creator of Dilbert, what's that, Scott Adams guy? As he said, now his main concern is that, is he going to have an adverse event ongoing in the next five years because of the, the jabs and the boosters he got and argued for? The FDA says moving to an annual schedule would make it easier to promote future vaccination campaigns. Is really that that's your constitutional role of FDA. If it is, leave the United States, go to some other country and bother them. And I feel bad for that other country. And it, now that's going to go to their panel of outside experts, which are rubber stampers, as you've learned. And those that weren't rubber stamping were removed, asked kindly to remove themselves from those advisory committees. This is fascinating. Superdome, what do you think? FDA actually has the gall to go, yeah, we should make this thing annual, despite the fact that it's so obvious to anybody with a brain and eyes and ears and any level of intelligence. I mean, you can be a fourth grader, you can figure this thing out. And they're going, yeah, let's uh, let's add another year. Well, we'll I think. mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we saw this coming. Well, yeah. I mean, it was pretty obvious this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too surprised by it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But... You know, it's interesting that they go, oh, just like the flu shot. Well, that's really a bad example. A, the flu shot sucks. Right. Uh, for decades, they, you know, it's funny. There was a cartoon back in the day, I remember, that we uh, we brought up on the show, and it showed uh, doctors in this office, and they had a dartboard up on the wall. And <laughs> And they were throwing darts at the dartboard to select which virus strain they were going to use for the flu shot that year. Yes, yes. Uh, horrible track record on getting it right. Mm -hmm. And so, for the way, I, from what I understand, that's what they're going to try and do now. They're going to use that model <laughs> uh, to decide which strain of Omicron or whatever of COVID 
uh, that they're going to use for the, uh, the the vaccine that year and hope that they get it right. Well, yeah. Why would they do that? Why would they Why would they use the, the same model and the same method they've been using for the flu vaccine, which, by the way, mm-hmm. they have openly criticized mm-hmm. recently. And this was something that you talked about. You were like, now, why would they talk bad about the flu vaccine? Right. And you speculated the reason why is because they're on the cusp of having a universal flu vaccine. So now they're going to bad talk the old vaccine to promote the new oh, one, right? Correct. Yeah. So, so so now now I got to ask yourself why would they use the method and model yeah. of the failed flu vaccine that they've been bad mouthing and saying is is inferior and mm-hmm. doesn't work for the new up and coming annual covid flu or covid shot. You are so anti-science. This is anti-science aggression, Super Don. You've just got to I back. know. Where's your bow tie, Peter Hotez? Right? <laughs> Unbelievable what we're, we're we're dealing with here. I, I want to leave it there because you know I, my stomach's going to get upset, and I'm just not going to do well with my <clears throat> lunch that I had before going to air. It's a busy morning. Uh, I got Jonathan Eboard set up for tomorrow already, and uh, a shout out to the the she who must not be named, Kimberly Overton. I, I, I have an ongoing gag joke with her. What? Kimberly Overton well, from uh, Nursery. Yeah, I know. Florida. I know who Kimberly Overton is, but why is her she who? Shall not be named because it's a, it's a great big uh, it's an inside joke that's not so inside now because she would call me and say you mentioned me again I, I every time I turn on your show you're talking about me <laughs> because we love and appreciate Kimberly Overton and the Nurse Freedom Network and so I just my joke is that hey tune in today when I will not mention you and so I mentioned her again why do I mention her because she just interviewed me for her uh, she's got nurses out loud on the voices I think it's a voices out loud network or something. Um, mm-hmm. But a uh, great, great hour-long interview coming up. Also, a shout-out to my friend Brad Zalos. He's got an incredible uh, podcast as well. He's in his fifth season, and uh, he's interviewed me. I don't know when that's going to air. We'll get, we'll let you know. But it was, it, again, a great weekend uh, at the event in Nashville because of all the people we were able to interact with and many interviews I was able to conduct, much less uh, be on the receiving end of. And I don't even know where all of these are going to end up. So welcome if you're new to the Robert Scott Bell Show from various uh, outlets that I appeared on over the weekend. I greatly appreciate your uh, commitment to what I call health, freedom, and healing liberty and uh, American ideals in in individual liberty and defense of individual liberty. And we know that this is desirable because we have listeners and viewers all over the world that may not have been born in America or not American at all, but really uh, uh, for some reason they don't think what we do sucks all that bad. <laughs> and tune in and go, yeah, we like freedom and we want more of that too or wherever we are. And we support you wherever you are in that regard. Now, the freedom to uh, ask questions. It is my show after all. I got off the air yesterday and I, I was met with a real scowl uh, on the face of my wife looking at me. She was not happy. She you know, we, we, we talk about, we joke about things that I say and I think, I think I'm in trouble. I won't get dinner tonight or something like that. Yeah. What'd you do? I had no idea I did anything wrong yesterday, but apparently I did. Uh, we had uh, a, a new guest speaking about something far out from for many people, but not all people, apparently. We were talking oh. about space, space stuff, so, lizard people, all kinds so- of so your wife was upset with you because you had you you were talking about lizard people and stuff on the show. No, no, quite the opposite. She was she was mad because I kept interrupting him uh, to explain. Oh, okay. That hey, this is you know kind of wild stuff, and you know I'm just concerned about people that you know might not be able to go with that topic. 
But I think my biggest concern, Super Don, was that when you go into something so wild from a standpoint of a general upbringing, public school system, like, you know, many of us were to hear these stories that sound like science fiction fantasy and, and spoken as if absolute reality. You my, mean when you were in school, you didn't you didn't take that uh, that, that that course on lizard people in, in school? Dude, you got to understand me, Super D. I tell you, I, I, I did. Voracious. I did. I got a B. I was a voracious reader of all things UFOs. I read Project Blue Book. I read, I was totally into science fiction. I, you know, my imaginative friends or my friends in real, we had imaginative games like we were a space traveler. So, dude, I'm mm. all in on this. Don't get me wrong. The, the, but the point is, we, you know, our focus is on health, freedom, healing, liberty, really sound, grounded principles on helping people in that realm. And as we talk about these things about, uh, uh, alien races and, and all these, uh, galactic empires and things. Uh, my concern is that would, if, if, would people feel like powerless, powerless in the midst of like, if that's real, oh my gosh, who am I? What am I? Can I do anything? I'm not going to do anything. And that's the opposite of what I want to have happen. Yet at the same time, super D I admit, dude, I'm all in on the discussion. I would be happy to have them let loose. And my wife says, you better get them back on and let them talk. So, so you oh, were you were worried yeah. that people listening to the show mm-hmm. would would um, be convinced mm-hmm. in what he was talking about and would be afraid mm-hmm. of um, what what they should do about it because they believed what he said and and they were not sure how to handle aliens and lizard people and and stuff. I you know I don't I don't even know if I can fully elaborate what I was concerned about to some degree, of course, I I'm not someone that just tries to offend people with different views and beliefs. At the same time, I'm all in on exploring different views and beliefs because I think it's, it's healthy to do that. Uh, yet I said, while we were having the interview, I was very sensitive and even hypersensitive, perhaps to, to an extreme about how it would be perceived. And that was, again, my wife said, that's, that's not cool. That's not right. Were you more concerned about people suddenly, uh, realizing that there's, there's that these, these aliens and stuff like that exist, or were you concerned that people were going to be like, uh, Robert Scott Bell, you've lost your mind. What is it that you're doing right now? Yeah. Hard to say. Probably a little bit of, of, of both. Of both. Okay. I don't, All right. I don't I'm, I'm still trying to digest it, but I didn't expect that. Cause normally I go, well, my As life. it turned out, it, I mean, there were a lot of people uh, that were digging the, the oh, conversation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and look, I, I need to let go and say, you know what? This is my show, and we're going to cover subjects that might be offensive to some and might be wild and far <laughs> out, even to Super Don. And, and I will do better. I will endeavor to do better yeah. next time, right. especially to please my wife. That's the most important thing right here. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't expect that. And yeah, I, I normally try not to interrupt people. I've been guilty of it. It's my show. If I have a thought, a question I want to ask, I get to do that. But at the same time, I was really trying to explain or get, bring it back to some kind of practical uh, perspective where I don't want people to feel powerless in this environment, in this world, in this universe and multiverse, if you will, that still, despite all of that was described and maybe again, for some of you, it's very real, even if super Don might not agree. And I might have some tendencies to go, yeah, there's aspects of that that are real, but they're so far out we can't conceive of them. But I don't want that to be perceived as a reason to not care for yourself or care for others. And I guess maybe it's an irrational fear that I have if that that would happen. Maybe that's silly of me, but I'll just be honest and I'll, and I'll take my lumps where, where I, I earn them and deserve them and I'll do better next time. 
Okay. And you don't want me to have him on again, do you? Well, okay. So here, here, here's where I'm at with with the uh, the, the thought part because we've discussed this uh, yeah. off the air as well. Sure. <clears throat> and and I'm thinking that you know there are a lot of people that tune into this show mm-hmm. that are really kind of in the health and wellness mindset, uh, and so when we start talking about lizard people, they, I, some of them could be kind of like. What, what? Wait a minute! I, you know, I got. What do I do about cancer? What do I do about this? Whatever, right? And I don't so, want to call that. But, but with that said, now listen. I, I, I think I may have mentioned this on the air, or if not, I, I know that you and I have discussed it back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was a part of a, a team of people that were attempting to try and put together a a, a talk network on online, mm-hmm. and um, it ended up being a network that was largely made up of people that like to talk about stuff like that mm-hmm. and other things that would be considered conspiracy theories. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I know officer Hayes, uh, and, and, and Leslie too, it. both of you uh, are going to, I, I deserve some kudos from you on what I'm about to say. Yeah. Uh, some of you that are, are, uh, flat earth enthusiasts you have brought up before, Um, that you would like us to get David Weiss on the show. David Weiss is one of a handful of flat earth Mm -hmm. uh, people that have, are very outspoken and do have shows and stuff and like that. Well, he had a show that uh, was going to be on that network. And there was some objection by some people about him being on the network because he wanted to talk about flat earth. Mm -hmm. Now, as everybody probably knows, you know, come on. I, I, I'm, I'm not a guy that runs around talking about how the, the earth is flat. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I stood up for this guy uh, against the, 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 the leaders of the network. And I said, listen, you know, if we can have people on talking about 9-11, we can have people on talking about, you know, JFK. If we can have people on, you know, talking about, uh, you know, um, you know, satanic things in movies. So I got... There's no reason why we can't have somebody come on and talk about whether the earth is flat or not, you know? And so I stood up and I fought for him. He ended up on the network. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, with that said, I think that what we should do, since we're kind of, you know, in a kind of a, I think it, we have a little bit of momentum in, in the growth of, of our network that we're thinking about putting together. I'm thinking that we should entertain the idea of having a separate either a separate channel, a separate show, a separate something where mm-hmm. we can go more into those types of topics and keep this more about health and wellness sure. um, so that, I, we, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a, look, it's a maybe struggle. I'm overthinking it, but I mean, I'm thinking maybe that might be a way to, to, to do it. Well, maybe we both are. And, and it's just the genuine uncomfortableness of trying to, to deliver empowering messages and, and concerned that anybody would be disempowered. Again, that's seemingly what a sense of what I get in my own self is I'm asking myself, why did I, you know, interview the way I did yesterday in that regard? And I would have yeah. them on again and I would absolutely let them speak. And again, I'm in I think I, excited I, honest, about talking about these things too. I have no problem with that. Honestly, Robert, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, mm. I don't think that there are people that would have listened to what was being said yesterday and would be freaked out and and feeling powerless maybe that's just me okay. maybe it's just because my level of inability to, <laughs> to be able to go yeah i believe that but right. um 
I, I think it could be a valid point. And so how would we address that? Um, yeah. I, I think I, I like the idea of, of having something separate from the Robert. Cause listen, we've been doing the show for, and you've been doing it longer than me. Yeah. And it's always been about health and wellness and, and, and things of that nature right. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, these types of topics, I think they're interesting conversation, but I'm thinking maybe we could, we could create like a, a separate uh, uh, play thing going on there for that type of stuff. Man, here's the thing, Super D. I just, I'm like, honestly, if I let it go and don't worry about how it lands, I, I'm all in. I could do shows like that and have a great time. Honestly, could. Really thrilling, exciting, okay. great conversations on it. No problem. But you're right. The, the struggle I have or I'm having is, you know, honoring the, what, what I perceive my primary reason for doing this show, ultimately, you know, bringing healing and health. And even though we cover it, all aspects of it. And it's not limited to just physiological health or emotional health and all of that. It, it was a stretch in terms of what I felt the audience might be willing to do. And this is me doing, being more of a, a doting dad and being concerned. And I shouldn't have been, that's, that's what my assessment is of my, my self-assessment now that I've gotten feedback. And anyway, there you go. Uh, just wanted to share that, get that off my chest this hour with you. Super. Bolden has a suggestion. Yeah. What does he, what do you think? He says, what about back-to-back interviews? A flat okay. earth guest followed by urine therapy. Oh, then we'll lose everybody. Oh, Thanks right. a lot. Michael doesn't want us to have an audience at all. That's not what okay. we're out. <laughs> well, anyway, just thinking back, out loud. Hey, how about that? Back-to-back with Bolden. No? Yeah. I'm just thinking Are of good you? alliterations for uh, Michael Bolden's, uh, bi- is it bi-weekly or semi-weekly? How do you call it? Every, every, every couple week? weeks is what he said. Every other week. What is yeah. that called? Somebody yeah, that'd be bi-weekly, bi-weekly. That, that sounds like it'd be twice a week. No, it's every two weeks. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You, I'll, I'll go with that. Official stories. The metaphysical homeopath. Not all alchemy is evil. LOL. That's great. I like that. God bless your open mind. Anyway, you guys let us know. You yeah. let us know. Go to, uh, you can, you can um, yeah. go to the website. Or you can leave us a message, 866-939-2355. Let yeah. us know what you think. You know, uh, If you think we should have more topics like that on the show, let's let's figure out a way to incorporate that, but keep things... Um, we have, I see Ula's in uh, one of the audiences today. Hi, Ula, and she's the, the, the preacher and the Polish girl. We've got that podcast on the Robert Scott Bell Show podcast network. And I don't know what their perspective is because, you know, it's fascinating, too, because we have people that have a lot of biblical knowledge. And even our guest yesterday referenced the Bible numerous times, because if you read the works of Zachariah Sitchin and you begin to go, oh, good Lord, there's Who? a whole other Zachariah Sitchin. You don't Who's know Zachariah about Sitchin. You, oh, dude, he's written a lot of books uh, interpreting original uh, meaning, original language of the Bible and referencing things like we just sort of hinted at yesterday in terms of uh rocket ships in terms of the ancient interaction with uh uh aliens if you will uh that there was a uh, travel and you know this goes into the technologies of how do they actually build the pyramids how do they cut things like that with none of the tools we have today with no signs or lines and how do they lift things that big without the heavy you know all of that that is worthy of discussion and you know the, what this kind of reminds me of is like the scientologists how so how how what they believe in 
on mm-hmm. stuff like that with people from space and, and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know? Well, no, there's a lot of wild beliefs out there. How do we validate any or all of them? I, I, I don't yeah. know. I would say ultimately, like I always fall back on going back to your relationship with the divine, your prayerful, meditative, contemplative connection with the source of all wisdom, knowledge, healing, and all of that to give you insight to where some of these things we might not be able to nail down and, and say, yep, here it is. Here's the, I show it. Here's the proof, right? There's always going to be questions. Like I talk about, for instance, my NDE, my near-death experience when I was in sixth grade. And I describe what I experienced and how it was more real than the reality here. And somebody would go, well, that was just your synapses firing off things and you weren't really dead or, you know, it, uh, so it isn't for me necessarily to convince you of it. That's not my intent or purpose as well when I cover these various topics, but it is to provide uh, some intriguing viewpoints on the, the universe we live in and the various perspectives that are out there, not to dissuade you or persuade you necessarily, but my gosh, it's a wide variety of experiences that we have while being alive here. And we're all, you know, on the same planet, as far as I can tell. <laughs> whether it's flat or round, uh, not at all concerned in terms of our discussion points. But when it comes to health and healing, you know, some would say, well, you are trying to persuade me that I should eat organic food. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit it. I want you to eat cleaner, what I perceive to be cleaner food that would be more healthful for you because I perceive that if you're part of this audience, you you care about your health and you're thinking maybe I could learn something and do something different to be healthier. And if I know something and have experienced something, yeah, I'll relate it and, and try to persuade, not through deception or fraud or even coercion, but through genuine, uh, whether it be uh, relating scientific validations and or clinical observations or personal stories and or interviews with others in similar veins. How do you do an interview about the multiverse? You know, you find somebody who claims they've had experiences with the multiverse and are aware of things that we might not easily see. Uh, another example of this supernaut I'm going to go with right now, my uh, trips to uh, Africa, to West Africa, many, many years ago. I, I went with my uh, church group as a youth leader and also as a healer, as a homeopath, and I met with the healthcare professionals out there. And, and I re- particularly, I remember in Nigeria, in Lagos. And it was fascinating, the journey there and the experience I had culturally. It was so different, of course. And the spiritual beliefs and realities, whether they were uh, in the Christian faith, the the Jewish faith, not many there in the Jewish faith, uh, animus, uh, various anim, animus, uh, what do they call it? Not animus. Uh, I, f- I forget the, the terminology where they, they give life to all kinds of things, various different views, some polytheistic, some monotheistic, various views, but they had a reality of, uh, 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 or a view on reality that was quite different. Like the appearance apparitions. Of course, you've heard of black magic, different things like that as well. You can call it voodoo in Haiti, but different aspects of reality of uh, of things where they would describe a person appearing out of thin air and then disappearing like that was normal. Now, we in the West, Super Don, we grew up believing that's science fiction, fantasy, not real. That's only you know artificial. But there it's as real as anything that we perceive as real here. And so some of our views of reality are... Are, are, uh, or maybe all of them are altered significantly by the culture we grow up in, the belief system of our culture, right. Right? where it's accepted and normal to see and think, or the things children can access, and as they become more worldly, they lose access to those things. We call it imagination or fantasy. Could it be real? Because they're more connected to the spirit, where all things are possible, 
and all the things we deem impossible are just constructs of the human mind or those that want to control us and limit our perception of reality to such a degree that we're much more easy to control and manipulate. Am I making you nervous? There's No, I mean, there's all kinds of different directions that we could go with what you just said, what it reminds me of. You know, I mean, for, for example, um, thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, there were civilizations that believe in multiple gods, right? You had the god, yep. the sun god and the, you know, the ocean god and all that kind of stuff and everything like that. And that's how they were brought up. That's what they were taught. That's what they believed. And when the sun came up, it was there was a reason why. And when the you know the rain came, there was a reason why. And when there was a, a plague or something like that, there was a reason why. So you know that's what they that's what they believe. That's how they were they were taught. And so they had no reason to think outside of the box on that one. There, it all made sense, right? Yeah, sure. So if you went back there and it got in a time machine, went back there and said, "Hey guys, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You know that's not they'd probably stone you to death." Um, not funny, but yeah, you're right. That but people happen. will believe what it is that they've been brought up to believe, and uh, until, for whatever reason, they're challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are the the limitations? Uh, often, the limitations are the programming of our minds, what we're willing to accept. You've heard stories of um, uh, the explorers from the New World to the New World that traveled to areas where they didn't even have boats; they couldn't see what they didn't even have a concept of. Uh, you know, this idea of the emperor wearing no clothes, that we perceive what we are told to perceive. You can't see what you're programmed not to see, for instance. So there's so much more to life and reality than our Western construct mindset has become, uh, was become normal to us or accepting to us. So when we look at other cultures and say, y'all are crazy, you're not really uh, rooted in any sound, we have no earthly idea because we haven't walked in their shoes. Now, we might look back at some of the things you mentioned about pantheism like different gods or whatever perceptions of those things and say well that's primitive versus what we believe today but it's still rooted in belief hopefully you know backed up by your experience ultimately so it goes even beyond faith but again how much of our reality is because of our perception and our perception because of how we were programmed well and that's exactly what i was bringing up because you know if you went back to somebody that believes you know in the the greek gods or the you know whatever you know it's like there because they had their that that construct in their head as to why things are and how things are and all that kind of stuff like that. When they would see something, yeah, they they would go, well, the reason why that happened was because of the god, whatever or mm-hmm. whatever, right? When in yeah. reality, it could have, you know. And as we, I think we know today, unless there's some some Vikings that are watching the show right now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are alternative explanations now for things that happen around us and in the world mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with Greek gods. You know, we can look at them and go, well, the reason why that happened was because, you know, the, the, this or that or whatever, you know, some kind of scientific explanation sure. or something, right? What, what about our powers of co-creation to, uh, let's say, put forth a positive expectation? A, a friend of mine came up with this idea, you know, if we were out and about and we needed to find parking and it was very crowded, that he would pretend to pray to Sheila, the goddess of parking. <laughs> you, have you heard me talk about this? I, I think I, maybe, yeah. maybe. But it's, and, it's, and, I, and I thought this is, I mean, it's funny. And did and it work? Really, and it did work. And, it and worked. I, <laughs> I've, I've used it ever since. And even my wife is astonished yeah. that, you know, 
like we're going to a place where we'll never find parking. And I'm like, don't worry, honey. Sheila's got it. Covered. Sheila, the god Sheila of parking. Of parking. Goddess, a goddess. Yeah. And of course, it's silly, but it, it, it provides an outlet or a direction of a positive expectation. Now, some might say, well, that's sacrilegious, depending on your viewpoint. Others might say, well, that's really creative and interesting. Well, it's but why would it be sacrilegious? What you mean, like for somebody who's Christian would say that that's sacrilegious? Perhaps to deify anything that isn't. So uh, you if, you, if, you prayed to, if you prayed to God and you got a parking spot, yeah. Th- yeah. would you then say, well, that was okay and it happened because I prayed for it? Sure, there are people that would would designate how you can do it officially. Of course, here's my question. I could imagine God sitting up in in heaven, and yeah. somebody goes, "God, please, can you help me get a parking spot?" He's like, "You know what? I've got like bigger things to deal with here. You really are going to pray to me for a parking spot?" Which is why I think the idea of going for the goddess of parking, Sheila, is a good idea. I'm just saying, <laughs> Sheila's not so busy, right? There's not so much going on. Anyway, <laughs> it's just for me that the the humor as well, the powers of co-creation, the silliness. Uh, the lightheartedness, I think, you know, I, I, my perception is soul as our, as we are created is happy, a happy being. And we become lost in the morass of all kinds of mental constructs that make us miserable and divide us. Cause it's like, Oh, it's not done the way I say it should be. The rules say this. And I'm like, Oh man, I just, there's so much more excitement to life when you can like let the spirit flow and be creative and imaginative and, and, and do some wonderful things. And so that's the fun I like to have. And, and even as we we were discussing, I mean, we are so off the rails here today on the on the Robert Scott Bell Show. I hope you're enjoying it because <laughs> I'm just going to. We go had a guest out. that that yeah. was supposed to be on this hour who who did not who did is a complete no show. Mm, looks like it. So this is the reason why we're talking about praying well, yeah, for parking well, spots and you know. But like I said, for me, the excitement of being able to talk about the the things that we even yesterday, which I was like uh, you know, reluctant, reticent, a little. Uh, uh, toe tapping it, uh, is, I mean, I've got, I just say today, I've got to say, I've got to do better. I've got to do better. And, uh, anyway, thanks honey for letting me have it. <laughs> so here we are <laughs> today going through it. Well, we do have Ty Bollinger scheduled. It has been a number of weeks. He's been so busy between other projects. They're also uh, a part of the suit with Bobby Kennedy against the federal government on censorship issues and big, t- big uh, tech as well. Well, I, I want to get some up- updates from that. Also, I mentioned last week they lost a, a dear, a dear, dear friend of the family. Their, uh, their, um, their doggy, um, but it's grizzly, I think it was. But uh, yeah, again, those things happen in life, and I understand. So we want to we'll roll with them. Let's see what else we got. Lots of things going in the uh, chat room today. I think. Let's see. Chris is saying. Who, who is official stories of the chat room? Who is that? I don't know. Someone that's in the know knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, making some good suggestions about NDEs, Dr. Eben Alexander, Proof of Heaven. Didn't we interview him? I have a memory of that. Maybe not. Um, Chris is saying, have you tried sleeping with kyanite or other minerals or crystals near your head? Ah. Putting it kyanite behind each ear might help you more consciously go out of your body. Selenite and shungite also like to have around. This is this is something my wife is actually very uh, well-versed on. on that, right? Yeah. 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 The... Uh, energy from stones and crystals and stuff. Yeah. The, uh, well, those are tools. They are certainly the energies of them. They're tools to use. And, uh, if you're interested in, in, uh, what they call leaving your body at night while you sleep, I believe that happens whether you remember it or not, because our, our, uh, experience here in the physical 
body and the physical world is just one part of our experience and it's a you know significant part obviously but we're not always present when we're sleeping what are we doing and perception uh becomes reality if you want to become more conscious of your dreams there are exercises and things you can do i agree uh and those things can enrich your life hopefully and not distract you from it give you insight into things sometimes that are mysterious uh during our waking hours all right, let's see. Chris says, in service to of God, the easier it is to learn of our spiritual teammates like Sheila. <laughs> to yourself, to everyone, to everything, everywhere, say to God, you, there you are. You can play hide and seek with me, but your cleverness is in me to reveal you more and more. Chris has got some insights there. Thanks, Chris, for that. Sheila. I'm going to have to remember like that. Everybody gonna, now, Sheila's going to be so busy, I won't be able to find a parking spot next time. Yeah, but, see, you let your secret out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What a day. What a well, day. Yeah. Um, you teased uh, uh, something there at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on down at the, at the border. Yeah. And we, see, we, we read about it all the time in the news, right? The border crisis is going on down there and how people are coming across and then there's crimes being committed. And, you know, a lot of these, uh, these uh, well, at least I, I can't say decide you know uh, officially because i i'm not down there and i'm not a part of what's going on but mm -hmm. you read these stories in the news where you know these these yeah. people are smuggling drugs across the border or human you know trafficking. Smuggling and human food. human trafficking going across the border and stuff like that so uh i came across a story this morning mm -hmm. and it was talking about the new contraband the newest contraband that they're finding down at the mexican border I was thinking, oh man, here we go. I mean, the fentanyl's bad enough, right? Yeah, it can't it's be like, what have, they, what have they come up with now? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting what I saw. Apparently, the new contraband people are trying to cross the border with mm -hmm. eggs. <laughs> eggs. Yes. The incredible edible egg has now become <laughs> so valuable that it is worth risking, I guess, now, imprisonment. I mean, they won't. Just, they'll let you in, but not your. Just exactly. to clarify, it yeah. turns out that if you, if you read in the article here, it, it, they point out the fact that it's not that people are trying to smuggle them necessarily. Yeah, but they are trying to cross the border and they have them in their possession. So they have. And to I'm be thinking in Mexico, bring them. Well, back. they're buying, dude. They're buying eggs in Mexico because I don't know. I know you don't do the shopping, but uh, I I do actually. Mm -hmm quite a bit and you can go to a store and you can find a dozen eggs and they want to charge you six bucks six bucks for a dozen eggs now i can remember a year ago it was like a dollar fifty yeah but those are those are those the organic ones or regular commercial conventional well ones? i'm just i'm just saying even the even the organic ones usually the organic ones are going to be more expensive just yeah. a bit so but do you have any uh local farmers that you can connect with oh yeah of course yeah around yeah. here there's there's a lot of that but yeah i think they've been limiting like two dozen at certain times so there's like i don't know if it's an artificial it's a shortage yeah there's a sh well there's a shortage a because of they killed like millions and millions of birds last year because of, of uh bird flu avian yeah. avian flu yeah and inflation you know i mean just look it's it's just there are some things that are out there that make it completely obvious that we're dealing with a, a financial situation here in this country mm -hmm. and eggs is one of them uh you literally i mean six bucks a dozen is not not outrageous but, but, but uh, inevitably we know that all things are going to be quote unquote more expensive in terms of federal reserve notes because the, the the you know fractional reserve banking and unlimited printing that's called inflation 
yet there are within those time frames much worse spikes in certain arenas especially when you create artificial shortages by killing lots of the chickens based on a false premise for instance now i'm not advocating for factory farm chickens you know i'm not that's not what i do at the same time if they had the ability they would slaughter all the organic ones too if they can get away with it and then what mm -hmm. and so i think the rise of uh, backyard farms backyard chickens and everything um you know my wife is even more closer to going okay let's do it you know because that's the next step when you got to care for animals as well as opposed to just grow food uh so uh it, you you could do it but then again the dogs would probably eat the chickens <laughs> yeah that would work work well in, in my household um bolden says organic or closer to 10 10 bucks <clears throat> now yeah that's just insane yeah except why is it insane it's you know if you're paying uh in silver dimes you're probably doing better than uh federal reserve notes but at the same time if you got a shortage they're going up in price there's no doubt the, the yep. back it so up. what's the solution some people would say that uh get your own chickens right like you yeah, were just saying back, backyard yeah. farms like, apparently uh is becoming more and more popular now because of situations like this we're we talking about chickens and the dogs are going bonkers in the background yeah you heard that yes. <laughs> Uh, we have a neighbor, a neighbor that has a dog that they just leave out there and the dog just barks and then it makes them bark. And you know, <laughs> unless somebody's here, I suppose yeah. it's possible. Yes. Mother-in-law is here. Right. Then. That's what it was. All right. Oh, well, we got, my phone's go ahead. We got some upcoming events I need to tell you about. If you're not aware, uh, the health freedom expo, it's the virtual version, the 18th and 19th of February. It's happening, and it's happening live from where you are. In other words, there'll be uh, a lot of the recorded things that happen, but even more new events as well, new submissions and and uh, presentations. And for thirty bucks, you get three months access to it. It is just a deal of the, of the century in terms of information, education, and access, including Jonathan E. Moore's remarkable and brilliant opening to the Health Freedom Expo that he does every year. So y'all check that out. Go to TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com. Also sign up for the various classes are offered through trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org. Another thing I'm reminding you of, of this, because as I integrate things and I get more comfortable and confident in, in talking to you about them, uh, just so excited about this NRDMG from Nutritional Frontiers. As I said, we have uh, an ability to do better by making better choices in terms of quality of food, but that doesn't eliminate all exposures, like to glyphosate, the active ingredient Roundup that seems to be in everything even overexposed to some degree that even organic agriculture is not as clean as it once was. So strategically, knowing that, especially if you might be out and not in total control of the quality of what you're putting into your body, I would rather have you protected than, than, than harmed. And so if you think about glyphosate, for instance, you're out there, and here's the example I gave uh, just the other day. When I was flying back from Nashville, uh, I didn't get enough uh, in time after the other event to get back to the urban market to grab another meal before I left. And it wasn't my day of fast. So I'm like, I, I like eating. I don't mind eating. <laughs> so I'm going, oh, well, it's closed down. So I'm thinking at the airport, what can I get? I look at, there's a couple of snacks uh, items that I got, uh, organic figs and organic uh, apricots, dried, beautiful, really nice. But I was like, you know, I feel like I need something more substantial. And then I saw, hey, there's a sushi place you know, selling raw wild ocean fish in sushi. And I, and I usually avoid the rice because I don't know about the quality of the rice, but they mix it in there. I had my seaweed with it, had a little bit of the pickled ginger. 
but I didn't do the soy sauce because I know the soy is just way GMO unless it's organic and non-GMO de declared. So I uh, did it that way. And then I used the NRDMG. I did a lozenge before and after I ate to counteract the potential for any glyphosate exposure. And I did great. I have to say, wow, what, is, what a nice strat strategic option of being out there if you can't access the things, that, you know, the quality that you would want or that I would want. This is not me going, oh, now I'm not concerned about choosing good food. I'm still going to do and live the way I live. But it was a unique circumstance. I was able to put it to the test, and I wanted to share that with you. And that you can get from Nutritional Frontiers. Uh, NutritionalFrontiers.com. Use the code RSB15. Get 15% off of anything, including sale items. And, of course, they're U a U.S. grown certified organic hemp CBD products for CBDNF.com. And you can get 15% off there with the RSB15 code as well. Uh, also, in, in addition, you know, we connected with yesterday's guest, thanks to Babry, because uh, they met at the Red Pill Expo and Babry Oren talking about the uh, three-pronged approach um, with uh, Folium, Folium PX. So we're going to, I'm, I'm still wanting to talk with more doctors about their experience as well, but this is evolving it like anything. Anytime there's something new, we begin uh, following uh, a basic, in, uh, you know, enthusiasm for validation in terms of the scientific press, uh, um, um, pre, what was the word? I'm losing words today. <laughs> like animistic. I, I was a word. Uh, thank you for that. But uh, the idea of precedent in terms of the scientific uh, validations of various ingredients, minerals, antioxidants, and how they would interact with the body. And we go, all right, that makes perfect sense. Let's put it to the test and see what happens. Then we have an example like my mom, almost 89, taking the folium PX after being on so many things. And even the uh, uh, well, many of the things we do here, but not having that significant shift that I was looking for. She gets on the Folium PX, the three-pronged approach that Babry was talking about yesterday. And then we we see have video images of her dancing on January 1st of the new year, which is like, holy tamole, you know, try a lot. And then that does it. Okay. Even more serious that I'd like you to consider uh, embracing and utilizing these things that we bring to your attention. Because it takes a lot before I'm willing to talk about these things much less use them and then bring them to your attention as well. So uh, that's part of the, the journey of the Robert Scadbell show. As I learn, you get to learn too. And as you learn, you tell me and we get to learn together about various things that we can do. How to bring down the price of eggs? Yeah, grow your own chicken, raise your own chicken and make sure you have either some silver, old silver dimes, like they call the junk silver or gold backs where you can utilize, let's say something as money that is less subject to inflationary pressures will maintain a purchasing value. So protecting the value of everything you earn. And uh, I, I think about those strategies as well. If everybody's just making ferns, Federal Reserve notes, and not converting them into something that can maintain value better than the little bit of interest that they pretend to give you in a bank, um, yeah, you're asking, obviously, for, for some economic troubles ahead, if not already currently happening. All right, Super D, you said well, calls coming in. Anything urgent? Was that about the guest that didn't show up today? No. It wasn't. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the guest. I think mm -hmm. I think the guest is in Ireland. Oh. I I I think. Well, that could make sense a little bit of time. It could. Time. I mean, it's I don't know what time it is in Ireland right now, but uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's it's later. It's in the evening, late night or something like that. You going to check the time so, zone. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not even nine o'clock at even at night there. Oh, it's not too bad. 
No excuses. No excuses. Somebody got their wires crossed there somewhere. Right. So uh, we're also going to go outside the box with Ty Bollinger today. I'm excited for a reunion. We haven't talked with him on the air in a while. Uh, That is going to be fun. And here's what we have in store for next hour with Ty Bollinger. Okay. Uh, Joe Scarborough, Morning Joe, MSNBC. Him and uh, what's his what's his wife's name? It's uh, Joe and like uh, Mika, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Brzezinski. Anyway, big do is a big new Brzezinski, a, a, a CFR lackey, uh, one of the originators there. You know, and then and then they work for I think GE there on that show. It's all about the military industrial complex, and they now come from the Democratic side of things, the warmongers on the Democrat sides. Interestingly enough, so they are going after who in in our two. Anti-vaxxers. Ooh, they're coming after anybody who questions vaccines. Okay. Yeah. And they didn't um, They didn't pull any punches. So we're going to see what they have to say. Okay. <laughs> we'll, have a little, we'll have a little fun with that and let you and uh, Ty react to what they have they're to gonna say. They're going to ingratiate themselves to us, I, I can yes. tell already, right? Absolutely. Oh, and even Al Sharpton jumps in with a comment or two. Al Sharpton, the Reverend Al Sharpton. That's okay. right. Yeah, That's let's right. See if he, he falls down on the side of uh, freedom and bodily autonomy or not. Mm. These, are, these are people that would, uh, you know, <clears throat> perform abortions in the 10th month of pregnancy, if that were the case. And they'll say, yes, my body, my choice for that, but not when it comes to injecting uh, foreign proteins, mRNA, and other things the government says you're supposed to have. Yeah. I, I can already see where this is going to go. Right. Yeah. We'll do that. You know, where else can you go? How about um, Clearwater Beach, Florida? March 31st, April 1st, and 2nd with our friends at Nutritional Frontiers. Judy Mikovits, uh, Tracy Straup, and others will be there together with me. We're going to have a great healing retreat weekend. And that's uh, just after the Next Steps event in Atlanta, Buford, Georgia. Next-steps.info. You can use the RSB10 code to get 10% off. So there's a lot of fun events coming up. Uh, I mentioned when I opened the show today as well, if you are in Utah, the state capitol, there's going to be a protest uh, on behalf of uh, Kirk Moore and the team that are being accused of crimes for not giving COVID. You're going to be there? I'm going to be on the air. I can't. Oh, that's right. So yeah. will somebody else be there that maybe yeah. we can get them on with like their their phone or something like that and we can get some visuals as what what's going on? on to see if we can get somebody <laughs> on the air. Now we have Jonathan Emore in the first hour, so it might be a little bit of follow-up in the second hour of the show tomorrow in addition to uh, eventually Michael Bolden, right? On Friday, though. That's Thursday. So Friday... So, no, we're okay. Thursday, we should do the second hour. We should be able to pull something off, yeah. uh, which will be good. So we have a, a link to the Give, Send, Go campaign. If you want to stand with more M-O-O-R-E, Dr. Kurt Moore and team, defending against the bad guys. The bad guys are in government, in my humble estimation, based on uh, unconstitutional mandates to inject people with toxic poisons and synthetic foreign proteins, mRNA, et cetera, uh, that are, are causing all kinds of mayhem and died suddenly. Uh, maybe you want to support that. And uh, we have that linked up as well. Kind of crazy stuff that's going on. But I guess this is the kind of thing that inevitably government would do when the people fell asleep on limiting what government would do. Because the Constitution is pretty clear, yet it doesn't enforce itself. And if the people get lazy, then inevitably, as our founders warned us, the government would basically be uncontrollable, unconstrainable. And there would be no bounds or limits to its actions and activities. And of course, this is conducted and succeeded uh, in conducting most readily when there is an uh, emergency. Real or fictitious, it doesn't matter as long as they can get away with declaring it 
then suddenly they pretend there's a backdoor escape clause to the limitation on their behavior by the Constitution because it's an emergency. Folks, if you lived in a state of emergency all the time, you wouldn't live a long, healthy, happy life. And if you care about the United States of America, and I don't mean you're a sycophant for the government, but you recognize its role constitutionally, uh, you might want to get engaged somehow at the localist of local level, preferentially. But uh, if you're like Jonathan Emord and you're so fed up and you realize you've beaten the oligarchy back in court eight times like he has and nothing much changes, you might look back and say, hmm, or look ahead and say, at the end of my life cycle, if I don't do this, a.k.a. run for office in the case of uh, Jonathan Emore, the United States Senate, that you would you would look back and be have regrets. And I know he doesn't want to because he believes in liberty and believes in limited government defense of that liberty. And uh, so we'll talk more about his <clears throat> apparent leap to official candidacy, candidacy coming up soon on tomorrow's broadcast. So with that, let's take a, a top of the hour pause. Thank you all for being here and uh, joining with us on a journey that was an unexpected journey today. <laughs> where we went this hour, but uh, enjoy the discussion with Super Don always about these points of controversy, even within our own broadcast. So we're going to continue with that and go outside the box with Ty Bollinger after the break, because the power to heal is still yours. Let me say something about anti-vaxxers. I felt really sorry for anti-vaxxers and their children when they were left-wing freaks. And I feel really sorry for anti-vaxxers and their children now that they're right-wing freaks. Um, These people, are the the conspiracy theories are so bizarre. They're ignoring science. And these are people denying themselves the right to health. Well, and not only that, we're starting to see all of these old diseases that we we, we beat, that yeah. science beat, that medicine beat, starting to come back because these freaks spread misinformation on Twitter, on Facebook. And here's the thing. They're so rabid. Dr. Joe and Dr. Mika salivating rabidly anti anti-vaxxer there on MSNBC or as uh, Rush used to call him, PMSNBC, uh, and Meek is uh, exemplifying that. Yes, I'm uh, stepping in it right now, but Ty Bollinger's here to rescue me. Ty, my brother, I love you, miss you. I don't know, who, is that really Ty? Let me pinch myself. I think it is. Um, hang on just a second. I'm going to put a put a mask in front of my face here, and you won't be able to tell if it's me, and so maybe it's <laughs> with some sunglasses on and a hoodie, and you yes. won't know if it's me or not. It could be you in disguise. Wait, you're in disguise as yourself. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah um, I was just ch- chuckling watching the the two doctors there. Uh, yes, coming on the show. By the way, I like the new bumper music that Super Don put together. Very cool. I haven't seen it because I haven't been on in a while. So uh, I like it. I like. You've been lost in space. No, you've been busy. I, always busy. And again, condolences to the family for the loss of Grizzly, uh, your lovely, wonderful family member, the dog, and uh, you know they're. They're just as, it's just as hard to lose a pet as it is anybody else in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it was a tough week last week, but yeah, we, and it's funny with Grizzly, you know, he's, he was 12 years old, you know, so we'd had him a long time and, and um, it's just everyday things that you do 
you don't realize that he's there with you until he's mm -hmm. gone. And you're like, oh man, Grizzly would always walk with me when I went to the mailbox or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's those little things. So yeah, appreciate the thoughts and prayers, but um, we had a lot, a, a lot of fun with Grizzly, and he was a great, great faithful dog. So yeah, uh, that was what kept us, uh, kept me from the show last week. The other weeks, I don't have good excuses at this point. Nah, you so just had enough. Didn't of feel like being on. I, I understand totally. I'm annoying yeah. and I get it. <laughs> so we just get together whenever we can, which I'm grateful yeah. for Ty. And of course I yeah. do want to catch up with a lot of the things we haven't been able to talk about with you, particularly the, the, the lawsuit with Bobby Kennedy and everything else against the big tech and government. But first of all, let's comment on uh, this insane. You want to talk about, they call us, uh, what do they say? We're rabid or, or freaks. Whack? freaks. freaks. All this freaks. Freak. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, when, when you're reduced to, your argument is just calling names, but you don't really have any substance. You've lost the battle. I mean, it's interesting that this is a mainstream TV show that's ca that's calling people freaks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, just think if that were um, a, a, a person that was skeptical about vaccines calling those that vaccinate freaks. Mm -hmm. It's just that if the, the, there's the one rule for them, one rule for us, right? So they mm -hmm. can call us names. But the reason that, that they have to call us names is because, you know, he says they don't follow the science. Well, actually, Joe, we beg to differ. We are the only ones following the science because the science is showing, the VAERS reports are showing that these COVID vaccines are the most dangerous thing that's ever been unleashed on humanity. That's what we're yeah. seeing. It's, it's gotten silly, Robert, the number mm -hmm. of died suddenly texts and threads that i'm on every day people are dropping dead everywhere all over the world and you know we we don't the experts don't know what's causing it but it's not vaccines though you know, it's the abv sure. which we talk about anything but vaccines yeah. uh and it's absurd and these people are looking like the buffoons that they are super mm -hmm. don has a few more clips let's see where they go after calling us freaks uh, go ahead super D. And so inspired by people like MTG that they actually celebrated Damar Hamlin almost dying. And they created, they politicized the event. And now some of these freaks are actually saying that he's a body double, that he actually died, that this is somehow some conspiracy, that he's dead. But the Damar Hamlin uh, figure that we're seeing is a body double. Now, that's an interesting thing. I think uh, oftentimes you can see that these are um, uh, straw men. In other words, it's, it was really weird. Of course, when DeMar Hamlin went down, everybody kneeled in prayer. I mean, mm -hmm. people for or against him. That's what I found. Most people are like, nobody was celebrating that this, this happened to this guy. Although some no. might be saying, well, it was going to happen inevitably and eventually. And now what can we do to help other people not have that happen? But their interpretation is we're freaks. And we're celebrating it. And now uh, there's a body double conspiracy theory. And, of course, I, I, I do see some strangeness about the way they presented him on TV yeah. afterwards in shadows. And I almost think that was purposeful to create this this uh, narrative as well. Here's what's interesting. Number one, um, we can get to DeMar, uh, you know, whether whether that was really him or not. That's that's an interesting question. I mean, well, let's, let's talk about it real quick. If if you wanted to celebrate his recovery, why was his face covered? I mean, just questions. Why was his face covered with a mask and sunglasses on the whole time? Because every other instance that I can remember, and by the way, nobody on our side ever celebrated thinking that he would die or hoped. There's there's not one instance you can point to 
of somebody celebrating. Everybody was praying for him, mm -hmm. right? But um, in the past, when somebody's injured on the football field, okay, these are just questions. I'm just asking questions. Whether it's a spinal injury, whether it's somebody who got paralyzed, the first thing the NFL does when they when they come back is they put them, there's a spotlight of the game. They're out before the game, and there's a special ceremony honoring them that they're back on their feet again. There was none of that with the most viewed collapse in the history of the world, right? 10 million people apparently saw DeMar Hamlin collapse. Mm -hmm. So why did they not parade him around and, and show and him talk to the camera and say, man, I'm thanks to these guys. They saved my life. I'm so thankful for all the prayers and for you guys and whatever else. Nothing. It's just it's weird. It's it's let's just call it atypical in terms of what would normally occur. I agree. And that, that's why I'm saying even the visuals of him being at the game, the way they showed him, it was almost they wanted mystery and intrigue and the things that they're complaining about. It's sort of like, let's create this scenario so that we can attack them on this basis that we basically created something so weird. People are going to comment and go and go, that's just weird. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, it, it did look weird. You can't question it. Then to make it, we're in a totalitarian society anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can't question it, but it did, it did look weird to me. Um, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't have been him. But it doesn't mean that it was him for sure. I, we don't. I don't know. It just seems a weird way of presenting it. But if we're asking questions about vaccines, that's that's not the same as celebrating someone's potential death. No. And it's it's not the same thing as being some big conspiracy. If we're questioning it, like let's say somebody dies and they were vaccinated the day before. It's not an unreasonable question to say, I wonder if that vaccine was involved. Much the same way if if you're an anti Second Amendment person and someone is killed with a gun. If you ask, was there a gun involved in that death? You're not a conspiracy theorist. You're just asking if there was something involved that you might want to investigate there. You know, maybe you. Your opinion is we should limit more guns. Well, that's you're not crazy for asking that question. So I think it's see the danger in vaccines. They're not crazy to say, is it possible that a vaccine was involved? I think it's unreasonable not to ask the question. That is that is. Is what I would say that would be freaky. Uh, speaking of uh, the Dr. Joe and Dr. Mika, we have another clip. Supercon. You know, the thing is, you can't explain anything. Uh, to people uh, that 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 are that skewed. So I'm just going to do this as a public service announcement to those people who actually love their children and love the, love their families and their friends and want them to be healthy. Um, you know, yesterday when I was talking about uh, uh, getting COVID and I and, and should have gotten a fourth booster shot. A yeah. lot of these freaks go, oh, fourth booster shot, robot. No, listen, here's the deal, moron. <laughs> if you get a flu shot. What do you do? Do you go to the doctor? Oh, my God, you want me to have a 50th flu shot? No, you get a flu shot every year. Right. And as we're finding out with this pandemic, well, it lasts six months, maybe a year. So, yes, yes. Put on your big boy pants. Put on your big girl pants. Wow. You know, the, 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 the five times August song, Sad Little Man, comes to mind, uh, which was yeah. written about Fauci. But I would say equally about Morning Joe. Uh, what a sad sack right now of what his desperate uh, move is. That's what he's paid to do, obviously. But it's fallen yeah. on a lot more deaf ears at this point to say, get a fourth or a fifth booster shot. You know, only 18%. I, re I recorded that this earlier today. I've uh, gotten the so-called booster shots. So yeah. he's in a, uh, you know, a, a shrinking minority of people that are moron enough 
to get that shot. Right. Well, I mean, he, you know, he used the word freak a couple of times again, and he used the word moron. So, you know, he's really good at name calling. The interesting thing is, though, you know, you're, when you're talking about the number of people now, the percentages of Americans that won't get the boosters, he's basically calling 80% of his audience now morons right. and freaks. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. He needs to just, there's a proverb in the Bible that says, even a fool when he shuts his mouth is deemed to be wise. Mm. Right. In other words, don't spew a bunch of trash if you're an idiot. Yeah. Right. That, and so that's really good. That's good. Good for somebody like Joe to remember, man, just zip it. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to criticize 80% of your audience, probably maybe you should think about another profession because you're not being very wise by that. Either you know? that or the 12% or 18% in the audience are all those who are getting the boosters and they're going to diminish by, by taking themselves out of the life chain. And we're not applauding yeah. that or enthusiastically excited about that. No. I well, don't want anybody to do that. The, one of the things that, that I resent again with people like that is the mm -hmm. way they phrase the questions, right? So they create this straw dummy, the straw man, then they knock it down. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things he said there is for those of you that actually love your family and your friends yeah. that get vaccines for those. So in other words, implying that if you don't get a vaccine, that you hate your family and your friends and you want everyone to die. Yeah. That's just a complete straw man. That's not true. So when they phrase the question that way, it's like they it's, really don't have anything that they want to argue about. They just want to call you names. It's so disingenuous, uh, to say the yeah. least. All right. Let's see. There's more. Oh, there's, uh, well, wait. There's another clip of Morning Mika and Morning Joe, the doctors. And if you want to be healthy, I don't care if you don't. That's your business. Smoke cigarettes. Do whatever you want to do. Stay up all night. Don't sleep. That's fine. Be unhealthy. Your choice. My concern here, though, and let me bring in Reverend Sharpen because we've talked about this. My concern, Rev, is that there's a disinformation out there where people are saying, oh, well, the, it doesn't work because you, you've got to keep getting booster shots. The thing is, you're always trying to build up your immunity and people are still dying from COVID. Is it a crisis right now? Well, for the people who are dying of COVID, yeah. It's a crisis. Is it as bad as it's been? No. But as a doctor explained to me when I didn't want to get flu shots, you're not just doing it for yourself, Joe. You're doing it for everybody. Will this stop you from getting the flu? No, but it'll make the flu that you get a little less intense. Same thing with COVID boosters. Will it stop you from getting COVID? No, but it will make COVID less intense. Something I said yesterday. Completely invalidated by the thing. scientific reality. Did yeah. he not get the memo? What hogwash, what double think? I mean, and he starts out saying, you know, if you don't want to be healthy, go ahead, why don't you smoke cigarettes? Well, hey, Joe, you know what? 55, 60 years ago, the medical community agreed that cigarette smoking was harmless. It was safe and effective to smoke cigarettes. And now <laughs> you're saying go smoke cigarettes because we know they'll cause cancer. Well, that's what will, in 20 years, we will look mm -hmm. back on this period of time and it will be like, can you believe anybody got the COVID vaccine? Unbelievable. They, the doctors even said it was safe and effective as we look back. And it's the same thing. So Joe kind of stepped into it there. But I also thought it was interesting that to uh, validate or to have an expert on that's going to discuss yeah. health, the vaccines he brings on Sharp, Reverend Sharpton. Yeah. He's yeah. a conv convicted liar as well. Convicted liar. And he, he yeah. does not exude health, let's yeah. just say. All right. But, well, let's see where maybe they actually let the reverend speak. I'm curious as to see what propaganda he'll spew in on behalf of the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism. Go with clip number four. 
But this misinformation keeps getting spewed out there. And unfortunately, the weakest and perhaps the least educated are the ones that fall prey to these stupid lies. And I call them stupid lies. And I don't call things a lot of things like just out and out stupid unless they're objectively stupid. And you look at all of the science, you look at all of the medicine, it's straightforward. And it's, uh, it, it, it's, we've had, how many people have died from COVID? I've lost track. Yeah. We, I will have to look at but the, the number, But they'll it's... even lie to you about that, saying, oh, there's actually, they broke their ankle and died it's from a broken ankle. It, was, it wasn't COVID. So, Rev, this disinformation, it, 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 it afflicts all communities. Uh, at the beginning, it, it, it afflicted people of color more. Now we're finding it's afflicting white people, the, the disinformation. Uh, it, it's a real danger. And, and so now Kevin McCarthy's promoting this BS. People are going to die because of it. Well, there you go. Al validated that just by blinking. <laughs> yeah. Way to get the experts to talk there, Joe. Um, <laughs> but it's funny that Joe said, uh, all the science, all the studies validates this. This is patently obvious. It's like every the science is settled. We know, you know what? I would just challenge him. Name one study yeah. that proves that these vaccines are safe. There's not any. Well, all the science, the again, the it's a bunch it. of rhetoric. That's all it yeah. is. Talk about obviously stupid as he was being in that moment. Yeah. Uh, the very thing that he sort of went after again is like, well, they're claiming that they, they exaggerated the numbers. Well, that's coming out of uh, the official uh, numbers themselves, whether it be from foreign governments now and or the CDC acknowledging that they grossly exaggerated by upwards of 90% the number of deaths associated with COVID from COVID that were actually maybe with it at, at most. Well, see, that's where, that's where I think we have gotten to a stupid point, Robert, mm. because 30 years ago, if someone had made claims that you could refute based upon peer-reviewed studies that both sides would agree with, then the argument's over. But see, now we have those studies that CDC is now publishing that is now on PubMed that we know that the COVID vaccine is toxic and we know that we have adverse events associated with it. It's on the CDC's own website. So, but now if you cite those studies that are in peer-reviewed medical literature and on the CDC's own website, if they go against the narrative, now somehow you're the conspiracy theorist for citing a study that's been peer reviewed. Where mm -hmm. this is just a, a stupid place we've gotten to today. Whereas 30 years ago, journalism was more was was more unbiased, right? It was just let's yeah. give both sides a fair shake and let's let things fall where they may based upon what we know. Now we're no longer there. If you don't agree with this dogma, you're an idiot and you're a quack and you're a conspiracy theorist. I really feel sad. Uh, for the level of intelligence that is exhibited on that show and or the, the audience that's there regularly. If it is that 18% that are getting the boosters, that would be more likely. Otherwise, you're watching it for the sheer entertainment value or watching horrifically a train wreck happen with every episode as they could continually put their foot in their mouth claiming that they know something about medicine and science and then go to Reverend Al to, to get validated and all they let him do is blink. <laughs> Does he ever say anything? Let's find out. Maybe clip five. Maybe he okay. says something. No, no doubt about it. I think the most vulnerable in society are the ones that have been uh, the ones that have been mocking this kind of disinformation to play on their uh, natural people. suspicion 
to prey on their natural or not believing in a, a system that they felt wasn't fair to them. We confronted that uh, when we started fighting uh, for proportionate kind of care when COVID broke and you and I had discussions about that. And uh, because many in the in the African-American community were dealing with old uh, things, oh, this is like the uh, Tuskegee experiment. When the opposite was true in the Tuskegee experiment, they wouldn't give us the penicillin. They wouldn't give us the shots. Here we were fighting to get people to get the shots. <laughs> well, I wonder why anybody of uh, African-American descent would have a suspicion about the getting of the shots as opposed to the withholding of the shots. Can he not understand the reason for that suspicion, considering that is his own heritage? Yeah, the, the level of cognitive dissonance with Sharpton is phenomenal because you would think that he, being black person, would look at the history of the government abuse of black people in this country and look at the Tuskegee experiments, for example. Which he brought up. It's not unreasonable, right? It's not unreasonable for people to question uh, the government having their best intent in mind because yeah. we have they, the government has a track record of, of doing exactly the opposite. So that's not unreasonable. And, you know, it's it's almost, I, I don't know, uh, condescending to, sweat, to say that they're preying on these these people's natural instinct to be, you know, questioned. And it's almost as if so they're sub, sub our IQ, right? Yeah. These are lower IQ people that we have to protect because they're not smart enough to figure this out on their own. I see that especially from like the so-called guilty white liberals. Mm. And then they, rather than actually uh, speaking up to an audience with intelligence, they, they speak down to them as if they can't care for themselves or not smart enough to figure it out. How condescending, how disgusting is that? Why would anybody, uh, you know, look at them and go, oh yeah, that you really like me. You care about me. No, no, no. You want to pet me on the head and tell me to go away is what you want and just do as I say. Good Lord. All right. Let's see clip yeah. six. Reverend Al speaks some more or who, who comes next? And I think now that it has gone widespread, even among the white community, they're preying upon those that have the least information, that have the most distrust of anything. And they come with these conspiracies that really rob them of the health care of people that are of means uh, take for granted. Of course, you're going to need boosters. Of course, you keep right. going uh, back uh, to get more. You do that with any kind of precaution. And, and yep. to, to play on people's lack of knowledge, I think, is absolutely inexcusable. Wow. Here's, here's what's interesting. That just, I, it just hit me. They, mm -hmm. they, this, this group of people, however, the, the, the dumb ones that don't, they don't have access to this information. He's, they're preying on people that don't have access to this information. That accusation or assertion is patently false. Everyone has access to all the information now. It's called the World Wide Web, Al. Perhaps you've heard of it. Mm. And everyone's got a phone and everyone has access to PubMed. You have access to all the data. So it does. it's not because they don't have access to information. Mm -hmm. It's because people that are questioning vaccines actually may have read the information and have realized that we should question vaccines based on their mm -hmm. track record. So it has nothing to do with people lacking information. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. I, I see another angle to that, Ty, and that is the lack of access to the information that you have been spewing, the truthful information that they call misinformation. How interesting that the government has colluded with big tech to limit access 
to people that might need desperately more information, not less, but the kind of information Joe and Mika and Al and, and MSNBC don't want you to have. So there has been some restriction on information, but the information that's restricted could be life-saving for those yep. people that fall prey to the propaganda because they're not smart enough to think for themselves, according to Joe. Yeah, and it, exactly. And, and I, I agree with that, that people like us, you, Bobby Kennedy, lots of people in our uh, movement have mm -hmm. been suppressed. Um, the point I was trying to make is that this group of people that he keeps referring to, the ones that are too stupid to figure it out on their own or have been misled, they don't have access to any more information than the elites do. Like everybody's pretty much on a level playing field. If, if it's being censored to them, there's being censored across the board. So everybody's got access to the same information. So again, it, it, the information is being censored, there's no doubt, but everybody's got access to the level playing field. It's, I'm just trying to debunk that assertion from Sharpton because it's not true. Right, exactly. And yeah. they went to a larger panel of propagandists. Who will we hear from next, Super Don? I mean, the reason I'm going on about this is for these people that are spreading these lies, it's, it's just a game with them. Just like all the other conspiracy theories that they're spreading, it's just a game. They're just having fun. They're hoping they get more clicks. If they're a politician, Ronnie Jackson's hoping anti-vaxxers, weirdos, freaks, insurrectionists will send him money. Okay, well... You want to play it that way? You can. You play it that way. It's, 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 a, it's an ugly game to play, and you know you'll look back on your life and regret it not at the practice. end. But here, literally, here again, practice. we're talking. We're, we're talking about people's lives, and and just the lies keep continuing. And, and really, I just, I do. I wonder: are, are people really so stupid yeah. that they don't understand about your resistance? It builds up after you get a shot, and then over time, it goes down, and then you get a booster, and it builds back up, and then it goes down over time like the flu shot this is not hard and yet people want to keep spreading the lies and lives continue to be at risk because of it <laughs> at the risk of degrading my myself and calling him a moron he's apparently not aware of the fact that the the, the science is now revealed that every time you get a booster your immune system has been harmed and it becomes weaker and less able to adapt to further exposures of any and all variants quite the opposite of what he's trying to relay. Again, this moron, Dr. Joe. It gets me. And then Mika's like, <sighs> she's like sighing next to him or whatever. I don't know what noise that was. Um, but it's yeah, it's, it's, it's really disgusting. One of the things, one of the things he said that's kind of offensive um, is the, the people that are these anti-vaxxers to them, they don't really care. It's just a game. Mm. You know, you're talking about literally millions of moms that have damaged children to vaccines, possibly autism, that are now in that group of anti-vaxxers that are just in it because it's a game to them. Mm -hmm. I think he owes an apology to every mother that's out there fighting for vaccine freedom of choice because they have a damaged child. Yeah, another aspect of this. And the thing is they've lost control of the narrative, Ty. That's why they're so desperately doing something that's so embarrassingly obviously wrong yeah, again, they're paid very well to do it. And he even had the audacity to say, yeah, well, at the end of your life, you'll look back and regret it. It's like, I think you're looking in the mirror when you say that. I don't know who they were referring to. They said somebody named Ronnie Jackson. I don't know if they were trying to refer to Ron Johnson. I don't know who they're referring to in, in, uh -huh. in one of those things. But uh, it's not a game to us at all. In fact, it's, you know, it, it's very serious. And uh, we are all about freedom of speech and even their freedom to speak and spout what we perceive to be absolutely dangerous nonsense. Uh, I, I think the only thing I, I would say, because I'm not for government censorship of them even, but a recognition that if there was a level playing field for access to, you know, to media, 
that there would be some counterbalance to that to say, hey, on that show, uh, somebody says, look, I disagree and here's why. And they'd actually have an intellectual discussion debate rather than name calling and, and Mika going, hmm, hmm. It's just so embarrassing. Like I said, it's like a Saturday Night Live parody of itself while it's happening. Yeah, and, and it is like a parody and they can't have anybody on there to discuss the other side because they don't have any arguments for their position other than name calling. And that would be patently obvious in, an, in a, any kind of a debate. I would love to see any of them get up against someone on our side for just a true question and answer session debate. It would, anybody could destroy them yeah. because they have nothing on their side. That'd be embarrassing. Um, it, it really is. It is embarrassing. And you know what? I'm not, I don't think they, they should be canceled either. They should be allowed to have a show on the air. Just move it to the comedy section. Cause they've, they've become like a, a crusty, the clown show making fun yeah. of themselves They're It's ridiculous. It is funny, but it's sad at the same time because the, the idiocy that they spew, mm-hmm. you know, just making up all kinds of falsehoods about us and calling names, the things that they're projecting about us hurting people with our quote disinformation, which is really just study it for yourself. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing by yeah. stopping people from getting this information. They're actually the ones that are harming. And that's part of what's in the lawsuit that we filed. Along yeah, with we're going to get to that in a moment. First, one last clip from Babylon BTV Morning Joe. Go ahead. You have that clip, Super Don? You nope. counted wrong. You did I bad did. math. Yes, that was the last oh, one. Eight clips. There's only seven? No, there's seven. Yeah. Okay, my bad. All right, Babylon BTV. That's what I called it. Anyway, hey, Super D, thanks for getting those clips out. I, I, I uh, was watching. That was just too good time. not to not to put on the show today. Uh, yeah. Hey, Don would, Don, would you send me those clips, man? And Scott? Sure. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Oh, they're just some yep. classics. Those are, that's, that's great footage. Yeah. <laughs> Just amazing. So uh, I just want to do a couple of announcements. And then, Ty, I do want to get into uh, updates on the lawsuit, things we haven't been able to talk about without you here uh, regarding the you know freedom of speech violations that are clear and obvious and present uh, with government collusion and, and big tech and, and all of the uh, social media outlets. But I do want to say uh, uh, thanks to everybody that supports this message of health, freedom and healing liberty. Uh, shout out to our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, of course, and of course, uh, Trinity School of Natural Health. We've got the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, the virtual expo coming up, which Ty was there uh, with me, and it was an amazing event. And you'll have access to all of the presentations, including Ty's and more, uh, at the virtual expo coming up the 18th and 19th of February. Just go to trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. Three months to watch it all. And even we were there, and we couldn't see it all. So uh, please take advantage of that, other upcoming events. And uh, also, for those of you that are still struggling with addiction, particularly uh, uh, cigarette, nicotine, but even more than that, any of those addictive uh, scenarios, we have brought to you the Crave Kicker, and that's with a K, CraveKicker.com. You have 15% discount, RSB15. Uh, to get this, it's uh, Mucuna Purians. It's a, uh, it's a dopamine-containing agent, uh, naturally occurring, not synthetic, from nature, and used in Ayurvedic medicine. That so, so It really satiates the dopamine receptors, and that helps physically get over the addiction very quickly. And then all you have to do is have a genuine desire to stop. And this will help tremendously. So check it out, CraveKicker with a K.com and uh, use the code RSB15 to get that 15% off. Uh, TMB, are there any events upcoming that I don't know about that you're going to be speaking at either locally or around the country? Not anytime soon, man. Okay. Just kicking back. It's uh, getting into baseball season for Bryce. Yeah. So um, he's he starts his his first game is in three weeks. Um, so not really going anywhere for the next few months. 
Well, I'm excited if it always, you know, when it coincided with any of our broadcasts and we were able to show live uh, him pitching, which for me is I'm thrilled because knowing him like I do and how I've seen him grow up, I'm so proud of him myself from a distance. I love showing him off. So uh, if that happens, you'll, you'll have to see see if that times out beautifully again like well, it did was, last season. That was interesting, though, because the, for his first season, remember his freshman year in, in 20, 2021 yeah. with his freshman year, his first appearance in the spring of 2021 was on a Wednesday. Yes. Remember that? We had him and, on, and, yeah. And it was during the showtime, and we actually put him on as he was live. Remember that? I do. I, I thought it was the coolest thing. And the, that was his first college appearance, and he struck mm -hmm. out three batters in that half inning. So Dude, it was amazing. It was, yes. That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better debut until yeah. he hits the majors, maybe one day. So that would be kind of. <laughs> So, all right, so let's go into uh, uh, what can you re relate? I know there's some things that can't be talked about, but I think now it's uh, kind of public information. Once it's filed, right, it, it's on the record. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, and so tell tell me about the strategy here, who's involved, and, and what goes on from here. Well, at this point, we, we filed in, in uh, Amarillo, Texas, and uh, along with CHD, Children's Health Defense, Bobby Kennedy's group. Um, trying to think who else is in the lawsuit with us. Dr. Mercola, Joe Mercola. Um, Aaron Elizabeth, uh, trying to think who else, Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoff with Gateway Pundit, mm -hmm. and um, I'm, I'm missing a couple, Dr. Ben Tapper, who else is with us? Maybe another couple, but I, I can't remember everybody. There's about eight, six or eight different plaintiffs, maybe nine, and, uh, and then Charlene and I. And we filed against what's called the Trusted News Initiative, which was uh, BBC Reuters, AP, and several other news organizations. Um, and the the uh, the suit basically alleges that what they did is they it's a de facto monopoly, right? They formed they formed a cartel to suppress anybody else that was in in competition with them, and we have documents that have been released that indicate that. So that's the the direction that the lawsuit will head is that they've uh, broken any trust laws by suppressing competition. Well, and the evidence we've seen through Freedom of Information Act requests uh, show definite overt collusion not the the claims plausible deniability claims that no 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 we we just kind of spoke but we didn't direct anybody from the government so we're really not engaged in censorship right that's the defense or the claim yeah but you know the the internal documents indicate exactly the opposite so you know it, it's a i think it's a it's a good case because it it really is for for freedom of speech and to to stop companies like that, those media companies from forming a cartel and suppressing anything that doesn't fit their narrative. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've reviewed, we've, we've covered the fact that most media is owned by just a few companies. So all the information that people get is being controlled. And if that controlled information that they're getting is influenced by, let's say, pharma, when mm -hmm. it comes to the safety of certain vaccines, maybe, which it is, yeah. then people are denied access to that knowledge. And we believe it's not even under question to us that millions of people have died because those people, those companies suppressed information that could have saved lives. Right. So, again, it's what the other side does. They project to us what they're guilty of. And they'll say, well, you've you're, you know, the, the disinformation doesn't is killing people because they have they spread lies about the vaccine that could have saved people. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they did, and yeah. they need to be held responsible. Yeah, the accountability that uh, the government should normally 
uh, or participate in, in, in determining, you know, the free flow of information, protecting freedom of speech, as opposed to, uh, destroying it as, as they've been. So is the, in the, in this case of this suit, is the government a defendant or is it primarily targeting these social media companies? No, it's, it's uh, the, the, the defendants are the trusted news initiative, which is the several media companies, including BBC, AP and Reuters and a couple of others, I believe. But there's evidence, again, of collusion with governments as well, even if they're not named. There is. Yeah, certainly the government is, was involved. We're not suing the, the government or any any part thereof. It's the okay. trusted news initiative that are the defendants in this case. Have Do you know, are, are you aware if they've responded yet to the suit or is it still just in waiting? Not not aware of any response at this point. Okay. Well, I definitely obviously want to keep up on on that, the evolution therein, and I'm glad uh, you've been able to connect with Bobby Kennedy and everybody else to take this on. There, there, have been a couple, there have been a couple of hit piece articles written about it already, about how the yeah. crazy anti-vax lunatics, you know, are uh, losers. I think, the, I think one of the, the titles was Losers, the anti-vax losers. I think that was on Rolling Stone, but wow. uh, the, the losers. So they're, they're, they're really good at calling names. You know, but it's it, Robert, it's what we've talked about so many times. It's like back in grade school, like if you're in an argument and you uh, you lose an argument and there's nothing else that you can sit, do, then you, you're like, well, your dad's fat. Yeah. Right. Or your mama's fat. Yes. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what they're at right now. It's like you've lost the argument. So now mm -hmm. you just call names or you make fun, which is what they do. It's it's gotten absurd how many mainstream media outlets are literally just name calling people that disagree with them. It's bizarre because. When we grew up, like I said, journalism was at least seemed fair. Mm. And I mean, that was that was the best way to lose an audience in the, in the 1980s was to seem like you were biased. And now it's just everybody's biased. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what are we to do to move forward? Of course, we're not stopping. We're not backing down. We're still communicating the things we know to be true. I mean, uh, we're guided from, I believe, a far higher place than certainly government. Uh, is in terms of uh, uh, attempting to save lives. Mm -hmm. Granted, we're human and we're all fallible and we could make mistakes, but so, thus far, everything we've done under this COVID crazy last three years, we've been pretty much correct about and haven't had to apologize once about the assessment yeah. we've made, yet they've continued to backtrack and transform their views, yet deny that any of this has happened if we listen to what you know the Morning Joe program yeah. just did. Uh, pretend nothing has happened and it's all the same as it's been. It's astonishing how deaf they are to the reality. And they're driving more people into the so-called anti-vax camp yeah. that becomes a meaningless word as well because most of the people that are considered now anti-vax might just question the COVID jabs and be for everyone else. Or maybe now they're, they're questioning all the others because of the fervent uh, denialism associated with the injuries that are occurring. Yeah, or maybe they're questioning vaccines because they used to be pro-vax and they, someone, someone they knew was injured or killed from a vaccine. It's a good reason to question, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, but the name-calling has gotten crazy. Um, you know, I don't know what to think of it at this point. And it's like, what do we do? We just keep telling the truth, okay? Just keep spreading. Alex Jones was right. Yeah. 30 years ago or 25 years ago when he started InfoWars, his, yeah. his website, this is an information war, mm -hmm. right? This is an information war, and that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to silence the sides that disagree with them. The information they're trying to just squelch that info. So yeah. how do you fight that? You just keep being louder. You know, if they if, if they they turn up the volume, you turn it up more. So we've got to just keep sharing the truth. And it is an information war and yeah. we've got to share the truth because misinformation, you know, we're called the disinfo dozen, but the disinformation is on that side. How's it, how's it going in, in uh, the local community there, Ty? 
uh, when you're out and about or, or in the church group that you're with? I mean, has there been much controversy lately or have people come around to see and have become much more clear about these dangers? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people, you know, specifically in our church, I know were have moved to our side. Mm -hmm. You know, they're waking up and just just got uh, in a conversation Sunday uh, right after uh, the sermon that were no last two Sundays ago. Mm -hmm. with um a lady that said hey you know what you basically saved us we believe you saved our life because they asked me a year and a half two years ago about the covid vaccine when it was first coming out mm -hmm. and i just told them i said look this is just us between friends i said don't ever 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 take that yeah. and that's what i told them. i said it is toxic and it's going to kill and this was before it started killing and she just said you know a couple of weeks ago this you know, you, you've saved, saved our lives because neither one of us have gotten the vaccine. She said they, they, and they're elderly. And she said, they tried to scare us into taking it. Right. And all the media scares you. You're going to die. If you're old, you're going to die. You got to get the vaccine, but they didn't. And they said, she said, we know so many friends now that have had side effects or died from the vaccine. Yeah. So yeah. Got to keep telling the truth. Yeah. And it's interesting. There's an article, the defender is republished by Dr. Mercola. Headline reads here, COVID propaganda and its threat to democracy. I mean, the, the irony, of course, is they're screaming and crying about us speaking our, our, our perspectives on truth, which are more and more validated by the science by the day. Uh, yet they would claim that our discussions are the danger. But the fact is the, the suppression of any discussion is, uh, you know, evidence all you need that uh, these people are not into freedom at all and don't want to have any kind of, uh, uh, you know, ability to uh, challenge status quo, much less a tyrannical government that has aligned itself and been purchased or uh, basically captured by one industry that I liken to a death cult, the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism. It is. It is. And one of the, one of the chief uh, puppets is the president, right? Well, the, the man who's sitting there, wherever it is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what do you what do you think? Have you talked a little bit any about the uh, how the the uh, the Dems and the Libs seem to be turning on, you know, Crazy Joe. Yeah, the, it, it the, seems to be the document deal. They've had enough. Although it's kind of weird, though, as they say, "Well, look, he found these documents, but they were in a locked garage with his Corvette." And then suddenly, you find, "Oh, Pence! Oh, Pence! I've got some document." It's just weird. All of this yeah. stuff coming out. I'm like. Are they muddying the waters? Are they trying to do other factions that are pro Biden trying to say everybody's got documents like this? Or as you say, I intimate as well that the Democrats know what a loser this guy is and they want anything but him running uh, in two years. You know, it's, it's weird, right? Um, because because here's what's going on. And, and uh, you know, I agree with Rona Alexander. She just commented the resident, right? Yeah. He's a resident, maybe not the president. But he's a resident, but. Yeah, it's what's weird. It, here's why it's weird to me is because it's this is not something that has just happened recently. So it's like it's not like Biden got in and he seemed totally sane and full of his faculties. And then all of a sudden he's taking a turn for the worse and people are jumping ship. The, he, he's just been crazy Joe basement Joe since he got, you know, fraudulently elected. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't changed. So my question is what's going on behind the scenes that everybody's jumping ship those documents didn't just get discovered that's no, part it, they got discovered on purpose so is yeah. this part of the plan to replace him with someone else i don't know but yeah. it's not because he's gotten any wackier something's 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 not working on their plan struggles behind the scenes something's going on you're right 
And yeah. uh, I think, you know, the World Economic Forum is in a bit of a panic, too. They acknowledge, my gosh, it, it's not working. The rise of what they'll call it right wing fanaticism or populism. Uh, it's just they have uh, uh, pushed too hard, too fast and failed miserably because yeah. it's become so obvious the disaster that they foisted upon us all. Uh, and we're not participating. We're not playing along. Yeah. Of course, you have uh, Kalimar Kamala up there saying um, the right to liberty and happiness, but forgets the right but to life. life. Yeah. I'm like, oops, yeah. it's just one third of those things. Who, you did know, you, life. Did, did you see uh, uh, Nutty Joe singing happy birthday to Martin Luther King's like, oh, uh, son's name. wife or something? Forgot yeah. the name. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just so, it, one embarrassment after another. Let me tell you something, man. Note to self, if you're on national TV as the president and you're going to sing someone happy birthday, you might want to write the name down. Hmm. Just that amazing. That was so bad, man. Just amazing. Uh, let's see. What else we got to cover? Oh, you know, this is a fun one. I, I mentioned Babylon BTV with Morning Joe. Uh, 15 reasons completely unrelated to the vaccine people are dying suddenly. See, we want to give credence to the possibility that it's not all the vaccine. You know, we're fair and balanced in that way. Too much coffee. Well, Too much coffee. Is that one of them? Well, let's see. Oh, I don't know. Number one, the most obvious, it's climate change. Oh, yeah, climate change. Right? All of the heart events and this died suddenly, clearly. Standing up too quickly? Yeah, standing up too quickly. Yeah, orthostatic uh, hypotension is resulting in massive died suddenlies. You just need to stand up slower. <laughs> Number three, uh, standing up too slowly now. Wait, oh, oh no. You got to stand up faster. You're going to die suddenly. That's not good. You see number four here? I haven't seen this. Excitement from watching She-Hulk. <laughs> is that a show? I haven't seen that. I don't know. I guess it is. Try pausing the show and slowly breathing into it. It's a paper. terrible show. Is it bad? Okay. She-Hulk. Marvel, Marvel tried to do a you know the, a female Hulk, which in, in the comic books was a real character. Okay. Uh, but they just destroyed it. They just it, it just was a complete train wreck. Okay. So let's look at some other reasons completely unrelated to the jab that people might be dying suddenly. Yeah. Uh, five, crushing grief about how tough things have been <laughs> for Harry and Meghan lately. Are they still uh, in the news? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They not try. Not enough, yeah. oh, not, enough not enough bugs in your diet. You must eat the bugs. Um, how about this? Saying love you out of habit at the end of a phone call with your coworker. Oh, man. That, that one, I've done that before. Yeah, has anybody died suddenly after that? I haven't. I haven't had. I didn't encounter. die suddenly, but I was. I was almost dead of embarrassment. There was one time, and I, yeah. I'm sorry, Robert, but I got to do this. There was one time you and I were having a conversation. I think you were really tired. Yes. And at the end of the thing, before we signed off and went out of the way, you called me honey. I said honey. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, look, we are the radio couple, right? So yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I can see that when I'm tired. Uh, number eight, uh, being misgendered. Millions die this way every day. You've misgendered me. You know, this is just not jab related, I don't think, anyway. Uh, let's see, number nine. Yeah, I Robert, I saw, I saw a, a, a quiz that was so funny. It was on transgenderism or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, filling out a survey online. Yeah. And then one of the questions on this survey was, what is your sex? And it was two, two choices, male or female, but that was it. But mm. it was on a transgender survey. So it's like, Oh they totally God. defeated yeah, it's like okay there's only two then i guess somebody might have died at that one how about trying to hold it i guess if you have to pee trying to hold it for the entire duration of avatar 2 bladder explosion linked to heart explosion and yeah don't do that super that, that would be uh super mm -hmm. relevant if you were uh bill murray on what about bob remember that was one of his fears it was that his oh, bladder yeah. would explode 
Oh yeah, bad. And and you know it happens. I don't know how often, but that could be a non-vaccine related death, I guess. Uh, and uh, that's why we're covering it for a public service. Super Don, did you try to hold it for the entire time you saw ba- the? Uh, uh, I I managed. Yeah, I managed to do it, but I I uh, I went before the movie. Oh yeah, smart. And I didn't get anything to drink, so because I knew it was going to be a long haul. Yeah, yeah, that's a long movie from what I hear. Uh, number ten on this list, you're a Victorian era damsel, and a mouse scurries out in front of you. Mm. Yeah, that happens commonly today. Uh, ooh. Heartbreak after hearing of Dr. Fauci's retirement. And they say you can, in fact, die of a broken heart. That, that would be a sad way to die. It's like, what happened? Oh, I was so sad that Fauci uh, died. You're at the pearly gates. They're going to send you straight to hell for that. I'm just thinking. I'm just saying. All right. Number 12, accidentally touching the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, don't do that. That's actually, Robert, that's disinformation. If you touch the Ark of the Covenant, you actually melt. When the oh, that's true. When the spirits go yeah. around your face, like in uh, Indiana... Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, exactly. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that was some scary stuff. I remember that. It was. Uh, oh, instant fatality if you have to use the gas station bathroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. Be careful. Hopefully, they hosed it down before you got there. Uh, number fourteen. <laughs> someone dropped your favorite ring into the fires of Mount Doom. No. <laughs> and finally, one. one of the reasons that might not be related to the COVID jab that died suddenly happens is getting an experimental untested substance injected into your body multiple times. It couldn't be that. Yeah. No, couldn't be that. Uh, so yeah, look out for all of those things and stay safe, everybody. Uh, and we'll continue to carry on with this public service. Health have, and you health see, have you seen the thing, Robert? It's about a two minute video. It's a cartoon cartoon. Charlene sent it to me on telegram, but mm-hmm. it was of the guy that gets run over and shot and blown up. And all these, he has like 10 or 12 different ways that clearly it would have killed him. And then at the very end, he dies and the doctor comes over and they do a PCR test and like COVID, COVID. And all the doctors are like, yeah, that's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. <laughs> totally COVID. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's the thing going back to that morning Joe thing. They've admitted this now, not like 90% yeah. exaggeration. And the guy can't even go there. That's embarrassing. It's just so sad. Well, the, the, the ending of the video mm-hmm. is after they all diagnose the guy that has clearly been blown up and shot and everything with COVID, mm-hmm. COVID on the cause of death. Then it goes fast forward, and then some guy goes in to the doctor, gets an injection of COVID vaccine, boom, he dies on the spot, and the others all come in, and the doctors look over, and they're like, no idea, no idea, no idea. No idea. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not anything anything but the vaccine, ABV. Anything right. but. <sighs> all right. Well, uh, Super D, I want to bring this back in. If you can show the um, Give, Send, Go campaign. I, I don't know if you know about this, Ty. A couple of days ago, a friend of mine uh, got arraigned or indicted by the federal government. They claim that he uh, uh, is engaged in a conspiracy of some kind. That's always the case with the federal government to try and get you on anything uh, because apparently parents had requested, he's a physician, he's a medical doctor, uh, requested that their children get the COVID jab but not get the COVID oh. jab. In other words, uh, and they're claiming, they're alleging that he gave saline injections but at the request of the parents. And I'm thinking about this man and in terms of the history of disobeying government and how you're a hero, not a criminal, right? Those who hid the Jews or helped to smuggle the Jews out of Nazi yep. Germany, He's they were right. violating the law, were they not? They were yep. violating the German law at the time. What about someone like a physician who has saved these children's lives yep. at the behest of their, their parents? Is he not a hero instead of a criminal? And I well, posit that as a thought in real time. Is he a hero or is he a criminal? Well, answer me this. Here's a man who knows that there are substances in a vaccine that he's going to give children 
that could kill him and he decides to not do it and that somehow that's a bad thing this man's a hero yeah, yeah, give, yeah, give, give and help him. I don't, I don't remember his name, but I read that story. I'm like, this man. Is, first, my yeah. first reaction was like, this guy's a hero. Yeah, and and fascinatingly enough, uh, the New York Post of all of all rags said that he was a member of a secret organization that happens to have a website that is freely available to anybody and that meets at public libraries, <laughs> open to the public. They're a really bad job doing a bad job at secrecy. Uh, yeah, uh, that uh, you know, I just. It's astonishing how badly they can get everything wrong, even if they're considered more conservative in this sense. The New York Post is not considered like, you know, a morning Joe type of program, yet they're going after this guy. And I think it's going to backfire. I think people are going to rise up and say, this is an outrage. This man should be lauded and, and praised for being willing to civilly disobe be disobedient if the allegations are true to government mandates under emergency uh, powers that shouldn't have existed in the first place that violate fundamental constitutional freedoms for the those children, the parents, the families, much less these doctors who don't wish to inject toxic poisons in order for these kids to just be able to go to school, much less engage in athletic activities, yeah. etc. I, I saw a magazine article a few months ago and it was Fauci the hero was the title. Fauci's no hero. He's a criminal. This man's a hero. I, would, I, I urge you to give and help him out. Yeah, so we have that linked up in the show notes. Uh, there's a give, send, go for him. They're going to be apparently a uh, rally at the state capitol in Utah Salt Lake tomorrow while we're on the air. So I'm hoping we can get an interview with somebody uh, on site there as well. We have Jonathan E. Mord in the first hour, and then uh, maybe we can cover some of that. And by the way, Jonathan E. Mord, who you know, Ty, is set to declare officially his candidacy for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat nice. him two years from now. So big nice. news coming on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And official, I think he's not going to say it until the 31st, but we might get some intimation tomorrow about what's ha about to happen. And can you imagine our friend Jonathan Nemo on the U.S. Senate with Rand Paul and Ron Johnson? What would happen if he's able yeah. to pontificate on the, on the Constitution? This is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. Very exciting. So as we wrap up this hour, it's so good to see you, my friend. Uh, please give our love. To the whole family, uh, the kids, of course, and Charlene, we miss you guys. Yeah. And hopefully we can Love see you me. soon at some event somewhere or obviously back on the show anytime you're re you're ready. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, I look forward to it, man. Sorry I've been absent for so long, but it's good to be on again. Well, and not that you'd remember what to say at the end of the hour, but you know, I'll throw it your way just in case. Um, <laughs> oh, the power to heal is yours. Amen. All right, we're back already. Bonus round commences now. Very unusual first hour of, you know, having expected a guest that didn't show up and we just kind of riffed on some stuff I didn't expect. Uh, and uh, feedback's been good. I think we'll have. Yeah, I think it was okay. Up on, yeah. And that was great to, to see TMB tie again on the show. It's been a while. We had some fun today. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, did I miss any announcements or uh, uh, events or any special deals coming up? Uh, uh, you know, different things people should participate in. Uh, we didn't talk about energy bits today. Oh my gosh, my wife is going bonkers over those energy bits. That makes up for her being mad at me for yesterday's show, but she's loving the energy <laughs> bits, the chlorella and the uh, spirulina. Uh, this stuff is amazing. Energybits.com, twenty percent off, y'all. RSB twenty. And this stuff is like, you know, one little, one of those little tablets is like a whole plate of vegetables worth of nutrition. It's food, y'all. It's food. And it's amazing. And it's simple to do. 
Uh, so you check it out. You can chew them up or you can swallow them whole, however you want to do it. Uh, if you like the green tea thing, then chew them up and scare your children. But it's awesome stuff. In fact, I had some of that with the with the sushi I had. That's that was part of the other thing I did. Yeah, yeah sushi. Stuff, yeah. So you're a fan of sushi, huh? I, 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 I like it. I, I don't go out of my way to get it. Some people are like, "Oh, I gotta have sushi," but oh, that's it great. Was, it was an option on you know a, a, a semi clean or pretty clean source of food mm -hmm. uh, protein on that day, ocean fish, if you will, and I did great. Like I said, I, I'm very sensitive. You know that. I'm a sensitive guy. So uh, oh, yeah. Needs, but, need a hug. I need a hug, but I was able to, to do very well with it. I was very impressed. And again, the Enter DMG was terrific in terms of potential exposure to glyphosate from Nutritional Frontiers. Y'all check that out. RSB 15, get cases of this stuff. You'll never, you'll never go wrong keeping this in your, in your, uh, I would say in your purse or pocket when you're out and about, especially, and not in control of some of the foods that you eat. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I, uh, I just, I don't eat it as much as I would like to just because when you go out to eat it, it's really expensive. I mean, it's not cheap. No. That's an expensive meal right there. Um, but I, I am a big fan. You like big it. Fan. You, you, are you like a sashimi guy or all the fancy rolls with the seaweed? I just do the rolls. I don't I don't get too fancy. So I think the rolls are fancy. The rolls are, well, they, some of them especially, yeah, some of them are. But I'm a big fan of that. I also like... Uh, um, the noodle dishes too, like the, the the ramens and stuff like that, but not like top ramen, but you know, like the the handmade noodles and stuff that they make and stuff. It's that's, mm -hmm. that's good stuff. Hmm. Good stuff. All right, what do we got? I see Chris is commenting on uh, platelet issues, little coagulation stuff going on, thrombocytopenias stuff. Remember the the sovereign copper, y'all. You still get the discount. If you go direct, we have links. Also, you can get this from choosetobehealthy.com, uh, RSB5. But uh, Sovereign Copper helps with a lot of the blood, blood issues, coagulation issues, oxygenation issues, uh, vascular protective issues, copper, selenium. Um, there are very good strategies that can help you prevent what I call, or they're calling, died suddenly. Uh, that along with the nitric oxide sustained with Cardio Miracle. Did I, uh, did I say this on the air? Um our buddy, Coast Guard Corey, did I mention this on the air today? What about him? He texted me right before we went to air because we were together at the Florida event. He came down, and it was amazing in Orlando, and he just had a thoroughly enjoyable time. Uh, gave him a packet of Cardio Miracle to try, and he's been doing it. And he's like, dude, this is the most amazing, amazing thing. His text to me, I'm going to read it exactly as he sent it to me. Why do I feel like a million bucks after I started using Cardio Miracle? Seriously, I feel like a god. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, y'all, if you haven't had the experience with Cardio Miracle, get on it. Uh, you get that uh, discount code, use RSB, or just go direct to, lead to our link. And uh, it is that amazing. And Super Don, of course, is still a Cardio Miracle guy. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, but you know what? You know what works even better than just what? Cardio Miracle? Mm -hmm. Is if you throw in some selenium and some chromium, and some silica and some missing link on top of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A noticeable difference. <laughs> if you're not already doing that. Talk about top ramen. That's top super Don doing yeah. all that. That's Good awesome. Stuff. Very cool. Yep. What else? What else we got? I don't know. I, you know, look, I'm, I'm just chilling yeah. today. An interesting. Show. Yeah. 
let's see here. Mm-hmm. Zen is checking it out. Oh, talking about Zen Honeycut, I guess. Checking what out? Marge is a big fan of Zen uh, yeah, Honeycut. Yeah, we love Zen Honeycut. She Zen got- is checking it out as long as it's GMO, totally free, you got her. Yeah. No, I'm not aware of any genetically modified yeah. organisms involved in the uh, Cardio Miracle brand at all. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, let's um let's look at what we got going on tomorrow. Okay. So yeah. tomorrow yeah. is Thursday, so that would be our first hour with Jonathan Emord. What are we gonna be talking about with him tomorrow? Well, seriously, big news. He's gonna he's gonna reveal a little thing four days early for us. Four or maybe five days early for us. Uh, just looks like there's an inev- inevitability to what we've all been hoping and praying for. And you guys are supporting him. And so it makes it manifest. So that's part of what we'll discuss. And there's a number of other stories on, on tap, but as always, principal discussion, philosophical discussion about freedom to give people perspective. And I always, you know, I'm asking him about how do you bridge the gap, the theoretical gap, the Hegelian dialectic between left and right. Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, whatever it is, uh, that I believe that he has a winning and we have a winning argument that is freedom brings us together. Uh, even if there are nuances of distinction and, and differences in, in, in politics, if we come to that fundamental starting point of freedom, we find alignment. And so I think it's going to be a great, great run for the United States Senate. And we're going to watch him win all the way uh, for Virginia and uh, to defeat Tim Kaine in the coming election. All right, and then we've got Danielle Baker in hour two. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. Danielle Baker, uh, I believe, was was a uh, hospice RN. Okay. And was vaccine injured. Mm. And so we will have her on tomorrow. Okay, and we'll see if we can... Uh, shoehorn in an interview live from the state capitol in salt lake if it's possible that would be cool yeah Yeah. that would be cool but you know we could do it by telephone now right we can do it by telephone although the visual would be nice but if we need to we can do it by phone yeah okay just to have that backup option anybody Uh, live streaming it do you know by any chance i'm going to be making some calls after the show today to find out okay all right so if we can tap into a live stream that'd be cool too and then uh, let's see, Friday, Friday, Friday. What do we got? Jennifer Bridges, another RN. Jennifer Jennifer Bridges, RN. Yes. And then Tucker Goodrich. As I said, we also need to bring in, if we need to modify timing on the interview uh, toward the end of the show, wrap it up the week with Michael Bolden. Jennifer Bridges RN. She lost her job at Houston Methodist Hospital for having turned down the coronavirus shot. Hmm. And she's going to update everybody on the legal progress of her pursuit to take her case all the way to the Texas Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. So that's who Jennifer Bridges is. All right. Five times August we had on the other day, and he's going to be with us at the Next Steps Conference. Looks... I'm just looking at one of his most recent tweets. Looks at all the people who took the shot and are now injured for some weird reason. Dismisses it. Concludes anti-vax propaganda is evolving. Special kind of stupid there. Referring to uh, somebody that wrote an article about, uh, let's see, claims of COVID vaccine injuries and deaths revive protest movement. 
So they're trying to say it's kind of an AstroTurf kind of thing. Who would be involved in AstroTurfing vaccine injury? That's only done when there's a phony, <clears throat> the real stuff, man. You don't need any AstroTurfing. All right. Mm. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Just seeing Babylon B after being kicked off Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff given seat on Pencil Neck Committee. <laughs> oh. Leslie has to go run and fold some laundry. Oh, Leslie. And she did she get her microphone uh, wire replaced? Her little puppy ate through it, apparently? I think so. I think the, the cord got replaced. Um, so she's able to... Okay, to record again. an interview for her podcast scheduled mid-second hour. Oh, next, tomorrow, I guess. Well, we got to get Leslie on uh, the show, or if she wants to interview me for her podcast show, although I don't know why she would want to, but um, <laughs> I'm help, happy to help in any way I can. She's doing amazing work with her stay-at-home mom uh, podcast, as well as um, Mark and Ula Tinsley with the Preacher and the Polish Girl. Um, it's Amazing. Oh, I, I, I neglected to remind you today, if you didn't hear, my interview with Peter McCullough, the video version of it, and many other interviews available for our patron subscribers first, exclusively. Uh, we're going to air the Peter McCullough interview on, on our radio uh, show on Sunday, but you guys can watch it before then. And I think, you know, that's a thank you, special thank you from us for your support doing that directly by being patron supporters to give us that extra boost to help us to do what we we do to stay on the air and, and keep this message going so thank you please take yep. advantage of that yeah all right well good show today and uh, appreciate you guys tuning in and if you got nothing else we're gonna head out of here is, is it pat's birthday today i see somebody gretel saying is happy it? birthday pat Happy birthday, Pat. Well, happy birthday then. Yeah. I did not know that. Remember our next AMA, if you can participate, is this Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Yep. So join us. Another reason to join us as a patron. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You know, let's let's just do this here. Mm -hmm. um, Pat put a picture of her birthday flowers. In the wow. chat room. That's one of the things you can do in the chat room is you can... Uh, you can post pictures and stuff. It's going to be sideways, so I'm going to fix it. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Birthday flowers. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Happy birthday, Pat. Happy yep. birthday. <clears throat> Jim is asking if I've researched Holder Clark. Yes, we've had Holder Clark on when she was alive on the show. And uh, Kind of hard to do now. Though. Now I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, Unless we get, we could maybe we could get the southern. Who was that? The southern, southern Bell Medium. Southern Bell Medium. We could get Tamara. her on so we yeah. could talk to Holda Clark. Tamara is awesome. We love her. There She's you go. Conservative gal too. Southern conservative. Southern Bell Medium. So that's cool. So anyway, with that, let's uh, take a break and be back uh, tomorrow. Jonathan Emord, first hour, and we'll see what kind of fun stuff we do in the second hour. Maybe some live uh, cut-ins from. Um, the protest at the Salt Lake City Capitol in support of heroes that did not give actual COVID jabs, if that's the allegation, if it's true, and, and gave saline instead, which we would say is heroic. So thank you all for being here. God bless you. Be back less than 22 hours from now, God willing.